Hello, fans. This is Kedrick Prince. Welcome to Kedge Recruiting Roundup. This episode brought to you by IlliniGuys.com, a show where we discuss the world of recruiting. Our guests, the parents of two studs, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, two stud recruits. Brandon Boswell, whose son is Kylan Boswell. Jeremy Fierce Sr., whose son is Jeremy Jr. Both top 20, top 30 recruits in the class of 2023. Gentlemen, it's a truly an honor to have both of you joining me. How are you this evening? All right, all right. Hello, Mr. Prince. Thank you for having us, sir. Doing well. Thanks for having us. Well, I appreciate it. I know the fans who are listening to this, they're going to be excited um, just because of the possibility. I know you guys are in two different time zones, and the fans will be excited to know that I got both of you here together joining me on another edition of Kedge Recruiting Roundup. Let's start with this question. Um, Brandon, I'm going to start with you. A lot of people didn't know this, um, that your boys were close growing up and they played together when they were younger. How did that start and what was that like when they were growing up as far as, you know, being basketball players? And and could you tell when they were younger how good they were going to be? Well, sir, I was uh, in Champaign, Illinois, um, and looking for uh, the highest level of basketball I could get around at that time. So we, we drove up north, that is Kylan and I, to the Chicago area to try and find what, you know, people like to call dogs or people who are, you know, really pushing themselves to, to be gritty and hard on that court. Uh, we happened to get with a, a group called Midwest United. Um, it was ran by a coach, Ashley. Um, and uh, Jeremy Fears, which just happened already, he was already on the team. And, uh, you know, we just, we, the boys connected within, I mean, maybe the first or second practice or whatever, you could just tell that um, they had a great chemistry and that they were going to do well together. You know, when you look at it, a lot of parents could tell that their kids had talent. I mean, and that they were going to be good. When did you know your son had it, had that it factor? I mean, really, for, for me, I'm, I'm always still looking for that it factor. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not quite there yet. But I know that um, he had something different, just in different little instances. You know, the first time I ever seen Kylan play, this man did a Euro step. It was like fifth grade, and I had never shown him how to do anything. So there was some natural stuff to what he could do. Um, but like we say, you know, we're, we're always trying to improve and get better. But when they're young and they know how to win or they want to win and it's like it's a passion for them, like I'm not going down, um, then you realize, OK, there's something here, something we can build on. OK, Jeremy, you mentioned to me before, you know, you and I talked on another podcast that you really want Kylan to move to Chicago to continue his high school career. Now looking at, you know, you know where the boys have become. And like I mentioned earlier, they're two top 20, top 30 recruits. What would it be like to have both of those two kids on the same high school team playing right now? Oh, man, it would have been crazy. You know, things happen for a reason. Everything happened for a reason. So uh, we really wanted Kylan uh, to come to Joliet uh, High School, which was my motto. And uh, we was working the angle, me and uh, Joliet West coach with uh, Brandon. But, you know, they end up, you know, doing what what they had to do as a family and what was best for them, which turned out to be a, a amazing, you know, a great move. But, I mean, you, you guys kind of got a little glimpse of what it was like with the USA team. And if he was uh, out here, man, we – I mean, we probably – we'd have to be the best team in the state for sure, hands down, and have, you know, Jamie and Colin playing the well, which is two 
you know, hardworking, um, you know, very driven, you know, motivated, want to, you know, be the best they can be and compete at the highest level. To have those two together, would, it'd be crazy. You've seen them play, and I've seen game footage. How competitive are those two in your mind? Uh, very competitive. Uh, very, very. And, uh, you know, the good thing about Kyler now, I see, you know, like, like, like he was able to see my son at a certain age and know his strength and weaknesses. And I was able to see his son at a young age, like um, com- competitive. Neither one of them ever, ever liked that. Like that was ultimate, but it's different when, you know, competing and wanting to win and, you know, wanting to be good and that guy and offensively good and just being a good player. But the difference that I start to notice, you know, now, and I think Jeremy probably had it a lot. Brandon might probably contest it to us. Now his son is turning to a dog, like, like he said earlier, like on defense, you know, playing both ends of the floor, which I think helps set, separates both of our sons. So, I mean, the competitiveness, that's always been there, but to have the will to compete offensively and defensively like that, like, you know, that's that's coach's dreams. Brandon, I, I got to be honest with you. When people look at your son, when I first saw, when I first heard about him, they made the comment he was this nice kid that who had game. But in the last four to six months, I've heard nothing but this kid's defensive level has changed and he is not a good guard. He's one of the elite guards in the country. So can you see that changing him defensively and, and him changing his game? Absolutely. You know, I think that coming from the Midwest, our, you know, our desire is to stop the guy in front of you. Um, I think a lot of times these kids get caught up in kind of this showcase mentality where they want to score. Uh, they, they don't care what happens on the defensive end. But with Jeremy and Kylan, even even at a real young age, they were both kind of like that. I think Jeremy actually had a little bit more uh, of it inside of him, but it brought it out in Kylan. Um, and again, it's just that it's that extreme competitiveness where this guy can't cross half court without pressure. This guy is not going to score on me. This guy is going to have to work really hard to have a good day, you know. And I, I think that being in that Chicagoland environment, being in that Midwest environment, Indiana, even, um, you know, you just you learn how to how to play basketball from all of the, the aspects of it, including especially defense. That's a good point. I mean, and, and you can tell because I know they take pride in that. I watched, you know, some of the junior USA games and, and, and you're right. And a lot of coaches, you know, look at that. It's easy to score for some kids, but a lot of coaches, D1 coaches, good programs, they want guys that can stop and, and get stops at key moments. Um, Brandon, let me ask you this. You know, a lot of people don't realize, I've, I've gone through it myself, the sacrifices of parents that you and Jeremy have to make for your kids in this whole recruiting process. Can you give the fans an idea of things that you like about it and things that you don't like about it? I know the stresses of traveling because I know where you've been and I know where Jeremy's been. What are things about this process as a Division One recruit, things that you like and don't like about it? I mean, obviously, as a parent, you dream that your kid is going to get Division One offers. Like, that's the goal. You want them to have uh, the ability to play for free, right? And you want them to play at a high level. Um, but 
you know, Jeremy, you know, senior would tell me all the time, man, it's, it's different when it's, when it's starting to roll, you know? Um, so he was right. <laughs> you know, he was right. Once these calls start coming in, you know, you realize there's a little more pressure and the pressure one is to make a good decision. The pressure two is to stay good enough that, you know, the, so that the attention isn't overshadowing the game. You know, we, right. we're getting a calls we're doing podcasts now but it's like the kid still has to be really good at basketball so there's there's that fear too like okay he was good yesterday but will he could be good tomorrow so we just it's it's a lot man it's 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 not overwhelming if you pace yourself take your time you need somebody to talk to i call jeremy all the time about this um and he's good at you know man relax it's not gonna happen tomorrow you know take your time and think about what you want to do and just help the kid develop and grow into somebody who can play at that level and be good at that level. I like the comment about being good every day because sometimes kids don't be in when a fans, you know, can watch a game on TV and if a kid doesn't play well one day, you know, they some people think, oh, you shouldn't offer them a scholarship or they're not that good. But I think coaches see past that. And I think they know better than that. I mean, that's why they get paid the big bucks because nobody plays well every night. I think Michael Jordan's the best player ever play the game. And there were a lot of nights where he was three for 18 and three for 19 offensively. So, I mean, that's a good point. Very well sure. said. One more thing, Mr. Prince. I've heard a lot of coaches tell me something that it surprised me is that they're not really interested in the rankings. They're not really interested in all of the highlights. They really like to see a kid. They want to know, you know, how is he going to be on the court for sure? How is he going to be off the court? So they have their own perception of uh, these players when they when they come to view. Everything else is kind of for the fans. What they care about is what kind of kid he is and how he's going to perform uh, for them at some point. That's an awesome quote, and I can tell you right now, I uh... – I've found him on many press conferences, and I'll tell you what, I'll use Brad Underwood because he's the guy that I know the best as far as um, the coaches is concerned today. He made a comment. Uh, Adam Miller played at Illinois last year, and he went through a couple games where he struggled offensively. And uh-huh. somebody asked him a question about him being a five-star, and his words were, that's you guys. I don't put pressure on kids about being stars. We recruit kids that are fit a system and that we think that can play for us and that they buy into our culture. So you're exactly right. It's easy and it's good for fans to talk about rankings because it looks good on paper. It's good coffee talk. But at the end of the day, the coaches know if the kid can play and if they can perform and do what they need to do to help make their teams better. I like that. Yes, sir. Jeremy, let me ask you this one. Um, Both your kids at prep schools, you know, your son's at Lalamere and Kylan's at Arizona Compass. How hard of a decision is it for you or how tough is it for you guys to send your kids to prep schools at such a young age when you don't get to see them that much? I mean, most parents, you know, thrive on seeing their kids every day and you guys send your kids to prep schools and they're not around. How hard is that for you? Um, if I'm being honest, like, I don't think it's very hard at all, but, you know, it's different strokes you know for different folks is to each his own but for me in my situation like luckily my son's only an hour away um which is pretty beneficial as well but I do wish that I could have him around a little bit more because you know I actually develop and train and I've been the one doing it since he was knee high so you know he might have a game 
good game, bad game, or he might do some things that, you know, I wish he would have done a little bit better or something that I see. And I know I want to go, you know, home and work on it immediately. For example, like there were some games his freshman year where he didn't perform or he might've missed his float or missed his shot, or he might've missed this angle of this situation and the game was over. And, you know, we might've spent another 30 minutes, 45 minutes in the gym, just making those corrections just for, for confidence, you know, so to have to give him up, you know, hundred percent and, and kind of step back. Like, like you said, an early age can be a little bit of diff, difficult because when they go to college, like, obviously, you know, that's what you have to do, you know, and you're not involved, but there's still a ton of development going on at 15, 16, 17. And sometimes as parents, like, you know, wish, we wish we could play, you know, uh, still like a significant, you know, part or have like a major role in that as well, because I know that's what I miss the most as far as just being able to be hands-on. But as far as like his maturity level, no problem. You know, he can, um, you know, step away. I, I don't think either one of those kids have a problem, you know, being mature and, you know, knowing what's right and what their goals are and the main focus and why they went there to accomplish, you know, what we all are hoping that they accomplish and that's to be some successful division one athletes, you know, for the most part and um, not too difficult. You know, uh, I, I, I think Colin, I don't know how far they are, but me, I can easily just jump in the car and, you know, drive up there just an hour away. So pretty fortunate in, in, in that situation. What about for you, Brandon? How, how tough is it for you not to see your son and how far is it for, for you? Uh, for for us, it's it's just a forty five minute flight from where we are to to Kylan's door, actually. Um, but on that same note, like with Jeremy, I think it's might harder on the moms than yeah. it is <laughs> than the dads. You know what I mean? Because uh, we we really understand. Like like Jeremy said, I, I was a part of Kylan's development too um, on a day to day basis. But I reached a point where I realized, okay, there are some things that he needs to gain now. Um, that I can't give that other kids of his own age, seeing them push themselves or being in an environment where everybody's waking up with the same goal, that's going to be more beneficial than me saying it or trying to drill it into his head every day. So that was why it was a good space for us or a good time for us to say, okay, you know, let's, let's go ahead and do this. Let's try to help you grow because, you know, a lot of these kids are developing fast. And the name of the game is to is to try to stay ahead of everybody. So for us, we thought we actually had watched Jeremy go for a year. And, I, you know, I saw his development was I, maybe his maturity just from being around. I was like, this kid is a different level of, of mentality right now. And I wanted that for Kylan. So we was like, you know, if we had an opportunity, we were considering it. And then we got one and we took it. So I just I think it's, it's beneficial for the kid in that way. But. You know, I, for, for the parents, you know, you understand what you're trying to gain. So you take that. Okay. All right. Let's dive into the fun part, which you knew I was going to get to is this recruiting. This question is for both of you. Um, Jeremy, you can answer this one first. You guys have some of the top schools in the country looking at your kids. I mean, I know, I'm not talking, you know, the middle of the pack conference teams. I'm talking some of the best teams in the country year in the year on college basketball. And the University of Illinois has made it extremely clear to anybody who will listen, they want both of those kids together. Jeremy, can you tell us what are your thoughts on the Illinois basketball program itself, the talent that's there, 
and the job Brad Underwood has done to put Illinois back on the map? So uh, I think uh, Coach Underwood has done a tremendous job um, just doing a little bit of research and paying a little bit close, closer attention like the last couple of years. Uh, as a program, I think they're definitely like, you know, trending and, and headed in the direction of, uh, you know, one of the potential uh, blue bloods, you could say, or, you know, just the overall brand in general, I think is just really, really climbing. Um, they have uh, made it pretty, pretty clear, you know, that they like to have, <laughs> our time, uh, you know, play to play together, which I think would be uh, huge, which, which uh, you know, could be pretty amazing. So uh, I don't know, man, it's, the recruitment, it, it, it gets tough, man. It gets tricky, and it's in-state for both of us, believe it or not, even though Highland is in California right now. Like, you know, he's actually from that area. So, I mean, the future is, you know, it's remain to be seen, but I think the program is really, really, really on the rise. And, you know, we become, like, overnight, like, fans of uh, the University of Illinois. Yeah, I, I would I would definitely agree with Jeremy on that. I mean, um, you know, the the 05 team is probably the most recent team that had, you know, just this strong, strong national presence uh, from Illinois. Um, but both of our boys were born, you know, that year. So, you know, they were super young when any of that hype was happening and the feeling of Illinois was that way. They haven't really experienced it. Um, but right now, I, I feel like the evolution with under Underwood and um, uh, the athletic director, uh, Mr. Whitman, I think the program is, is it's on an upswing. Um, is, and definitely after being in practice and, and getting the vibe, like these guys are they're doing things faster. Um, they're they're making sure that they're you know elevating the brand of Big Ten, you know. So I, it's it's definitely a, a positive situation over there. When you uh, are, when you I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to circle back on it. Um, when you, you, I think you previously asked about how good um, I think the team is. I think the team right now is, is really good. Probably going to be yeah. top 10, top 10 easy all year. Um, you know, in, in the nation would be good for Illinois uh, just in general, but the, the key is going to be what are they going to look like in the future? Because, we know they were good last year. We know they have a ton of remaining players, a lot of upper upperclassmen, and I know they're going to be really good this year. Um, but I know they're going to lose a ton of players, a ton of pieces in the upcoming year. So it's going to be key to see, you know, what kind of recruits they can land and, you know, you know, keeping the program, you know, going in the right direction is going to be, going to be key it's going to be huge so i'm i'm very uh you know interested in seeing what they're going to look like next year because this year we know they're going to be good we know who they have who they're returning so i think the uphill battle is going to be the future next year jimmy that comment you know what the fans are thinking when they hear that you're the future <laughs> you, know, you know, you set yourself up for that one. You know, here, you know what? Um, let me ask you both this: since your sons are, you know, are guards, you guys have had a chance to see Audrey Cabello f firsthand. 
You know, yes. Brandon, tell me, because I, I know I've seen him and I know what people are saying nationally. What is your thought on him as a player? And when you've watched him practice and play? That kid is a different breed. He's just a different <laughs> breed of person. He's a different breed of player. His whole, you know, his, his whole aura about him is different. Uh, he's very confident. He knows what he can do. He gets to his spots. Um, you know, and I'm, I, he's actually going to, he's exciting to watch. So I'm excited to watch him as much as I'm excited to watch Illinois, for sure. What do you think about him, Jeremy? He's special. <laughs> he's hey, special, man. He's, he's going to knock down shots, too, this year. People, people might not know this. Like he's about to knock down some shots this year. Yeah, and I went to the media that he told me that. He told me that people are going to be surprised. And I know the fans are listening, and this is going to be a great podcast. But I think the people who don't know, the NBA is all over this kid. They know. When you, you – we all hear people say you want guards to make kids better. This kid really – makes people better he can find people that and make passes that i just i haven't seen since john stockton or magic johnson he can he's just fun to watch and i think he's a special kid and you know one of the reasons he told me he went to illinois was because brad underwood he lets his guards go and a lot of coaches a lot of coaches say that and you guys both know that and there was times last year where me as you know reporter i thought okay it's time to pull this kid brad didn't do it he he didn't do it and a lot of coaches, even, you know, the announcers would say that. So that's why I think it's important. And you saw the development of, of his game because Brad gave him that confidence, which is huge because a lot of coaches don't do that. Um, Brandon, when it's time for you to pick a school, what are going to be some things that you guys want for your son? When it's time to say, hey, this is where we want to go and this is what we're looking for. I mean, the, the school's um, atmosphere, the environment, that matters, right? Um, I, I'm, as I'm visiting certain or watching certain programs play, and I'll, we're going to be paying close attention this year for sure. But uh, Jeremy used to say this about the Big Ten, right? Every game is packed. Every game is sold out. You know, every time you've got, you got the Orange Crush, you know what I mean? Penn State's got the whiteout. So it's like you, you know that you want your kid to be in a place where, people want are, are excited to show up to watch um, that that matters but obviously the style of play matters you know the how curriculum and education is tied in with basketball matters as a parent but ultimately what matters is does the kid love it and do the fans really love their their team wow you're talking okay I know this is an Illinois podcast but the fans are you know what they're like, man. They're, they're obsessed, <laughs> yeah. and they love their basketball. <laughs> they, they do, which I'm sure you, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna learn that more and more as this recruitment go on. Jeremy, um, a lot of times parents say they'll let kids pick the school themselves. You know, how much involvement do you think a parent should have in letting their kid pick the decision? Or do you think parents should have a lot to say in, in where their kid goes to school? Um. Huh. Recruitment, man, is a tricky, 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 tricky. It's a tricky game. So I think it's ultimately so easy to get it in difficult, tough, bad situations. So when you really think about it, what does a 17-year-old kid really know? Um, how does he know how does he know what's a great situation with no experience? How does he know 
what the coach is telling him is true? How does he know how to decipher, you know, what's reality, what's not, what's a good opportunity? Like some kids pick schools because of they're sponsored by Nike. Some kids pick school pick schools because a certain guy went there. Well, what does that player have to do with you? Some kids pick schools because of the color of their uniform. Right. Good point. You know, so at the end of the day, what I tried to do is give my son that input and instill in him, like, what are the three, four things that's most important that you're looking for? Who's going to give you the opportunity right away? How good is the program, the brand? How long is the coach going to be there? You know, is the coach looking to leave? You know, how's everything been going, you know, in the previous years, contract uh, terms, because all this stuff matters. Like, you know, you don't want to get in a situation where as soon as I send my my son there. Now, sometimes it's, you know, you, you can't avoid it. But if you can, you know, if I send my son there and the coach is gone in a year or two, you know, then you kind of get caught in a situation where it's not like, transferring but it's almost like transferring right because you're getting into a whole new situation that you originally did not sign up for so um i think it's very important for parents and i think it's unfortunate for a lot of parents because probably most of them never really played or been recruited or had any experience and the fact that i played a little bit got recruited a little bit and you know, I, I kind of know what I'm looking for and what we're looking for and what's most important. I feel blessed in that aspect where I can give my son a little bit of knowledge on what matters and what don't, you know, because it's real easy to get caught up in, the, you know, the glamour, the, you know, the fluff. In actual right. reality, in actual reality, when you get there and you're not playing and you're not happy, or this might not be the way they said it would be, or, you know, then you're not happy. The parents not happy. The staff is not happy. Nobody's happy. And then you end up in a transfer portal that's got thousands of kids. Yes. And no place to play. Right. Right. What about for you, Brandon? I mean, is how much involvement do you think you'll be with your son when it comes to making a decision? I mean, ultimately the kid also has to want to play for the program, right? If, if mom and dad are driving the decision and the kid has zero interest or little interest, you know, that's going to be a failing situation. So I do believe, you know, the majority of the, of the choice has got to come from the kid. But like Jeremy said, we got to do this with um, knowledge behind it. It can't just be off of emotion. It can't be off of how pretty the colors are. It has to be off of you know, true hard knowledge. And then like, for instance, with us, we're making Kylan watch the games of the programs that he's most interested in, keep the stats, pay attention to the staff. How many times did the coach sub a kid because he made a mistake? You know, how many times did, you know, anything for, uh, along those lines, like make sure this is an informed decision. And then for parents who are involved, cause I didn't play college ball, right? So I know now, or I've known always, I got to lean on people who understand and how to, how to navigate all this, right? So for me, I'm listening to Jeremy or I'm listening to some of these guys that I've come into the circle with that 
have been through this experience and I'm taking that information and I'm trying to make the best decision. So it will, we'll sit down with Kylan and help him ultimately make the choice, but you, you definitely got to make sure that you're, you're making an informed choice. Cause this is, it's a big deal. It really is. And in the, the circle to circle back, like, you know, to touch on that a little bit. Uh, one thing that I wanted to say was, um, so what I did was, if I'm being honest, through the recruitment process, you know, Jamie talks to school. I talk to him. What I'll do at the end of the day is, like he said, he's going to pick his own school, but I won't let him just pick anybody. I'll give him the best three, four options. Okay. And I'll be like, hey, you know, if he tells me I like this school, that's cool, this school, this school. And then if it's within the, the good options and tell me why, and if it makes sense, you know, he can pick his own school absolutely. But let's just say, for example, if there was five options and I knew four was really good and one wasn't, then we really have to talk about it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like I'm, I'm like, hey, you're going to go here and that's it. No, no, no. I just give them all the nouns. Look, if you go here, you could be looking at this, this, this. If you go here, you could be looking at this that and this if you go here you know but um yeah just give it to him like that and then if there's like these four schools that i'm really happy with he can go potentially any many mighty mo because uh, yeah you know if they're all four is good then we got no worries right all right gentlemen here's my last question for you i know you got tons of options both of you but I'll start with you, Brandon. How serious of a look and how serious are you and your family and your son about Illinois? Listen, man, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. We are born and raised Champaign, Illinois, right? Kylan's grandfather, David Ina, played football there. My mother graduated from there. My stepmother graduated from there. My two younger sisters graduated from there. Oh, wow. You know, it's, yeah, we're, we got Illinois ties, so... For us, it's it's a very strong consideration. You know, we we, we always um, have grown up looking at Illinois basketball. I mean, I remember when Kiwan Garris was there. You know, that's my guy. Guys. Come on, man! <laughs> like Sergio, like I still know a lot of these guys. You know, D Darren. You know, so it's like um, it's it is home at the end of the day. Illinois, the university. Um, but at the same time, right now in this position, being um, out here in Arizona, California, I'm realizing, okay, that's a, you know, that's, that's something you definitely want or you love or you think about, but you got to do the best thing for who Kylan is or who your son, their child is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. Yes, sir. Mr. Pierce, how serious is the only looking for, for your son? Uh, my son loves Illinois. <laughs> he does, does he? Yeah, he loves him. So we'll see. Um, we'll see, man. As time goes on, uh, how it all plays out. But it's hundred um, percent, uh, you know, a real serious option. Okay, gentlemen, I want to wish you both good luck. Um, I know it's a long grind. I know traveling all over the country for your boys is a big commitment. And I want to tell you, I truly appreciate you guys taking the time to do this with me. Good luck to you. And I'm sure I'm hoping to see you guys at a game sometime in Champaign real soon. That's right. Thank you, Mr. Prince. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Take care, fellas. Yes, sir.